0: The Trouble with Being a Demon Part 1 of the Fiends with Benefits series A Good Omens fic, Written by Verdant Vulpis Read by Literarian Chapter 5 A Kindred Bond The cellular telephone in his pocket made a disconcerting chirping sound out of the blue, and Azira felt startled, sloshing his coffee over his hand. Bugger, he swore, sucking the burn from his finger before taking the enchanted rectangle out of his jacket. It had been a long night of fretting and wandering, interspersed with bouts of panic, elation, and curiosity. The curiosity was of several natures, a few of which could hardly be considered virtuous, which only made Aziraphale more curious still. He didn't need, or even particularly enjoy, sleep, so he never bemoaned missing it, but there was an aesthetic he enjoyed about having a large cup of fresh ground coffee after a long night and the rectangle was ruining the mood. All right, he asked. There was no response. The screen was blank. Raphael immediately began to fret. Had something happened to Crowley? Had whatever allowed his double to contact him somehow dissolved, trapping the demon in another sphere of reality? Aziraphale might literally expire. The telephone chirped again, and a bit of text appeared briefly at the top, before vanishing. I think it is best to meet in such a way as... Aziraphale tilted his head. The sentence was cut off, but didn't seem to indicate a crisis. Aziraphale picked at the screen, but it merely showed a tartan-patterned background. This is a text, isn't it? Aziraphale cottoned on. How do I open the bloody texter? Another message popped up, and Aziraphale tapped it out of desperation, and that seemed to do the trick. The texts appeared in order. "'I thought we might try a joint projection, if you are willing. "'I think it is best if we meet in such a way that we can see each other. "'It might be more comfortable. "'What do you think of using our signet rings as a link? "'Do you think it could work?' "'Clever!' Aziraphale exclaimed. The angels stared at each other across the table. The other angel looked a little awestruck, and Aziraphale suspected he was sporting a rather similar expression. They had the very same eyes. And this angel was so smartly dressed, if also quite comfortable looking. His hair wasn't curly and was more gold than white and seemed to be a bit ruffled, too, but it was early in the morning and the poor boy did have two crowlies to contend with, so perhaps it was saying something that he was as kempt as he was. This is incredible, the angel beamed at him. Oh, I have so many questions for you. I don't even know where to begin. I know exactly how you feel. Rafael gushed. This is extraordinary. I can hardly believe this is happening. Well, I suppose we can say that there's one element of science fiction proven fact. (laughs) The angel laughed. Oh, (laughs) you have my laugh fell, exclaimed, and they laughed together. And one thing that made this already extraordinary, incredible thing all the more beautifully bizarre was that it felt so comfortable. fell looked across the table at a slightly out-of-focus version of himself and recognized the kindred bond immediately. Well... Closer than Kindred, really, but he wasn't sure the correct word for this existed. "'I must say I am very impressed that you managed to summon two Crowleys across universes as you did,' he told his other self. "'I can only imagine that summoning a single Crowley from anywhere must be extremely taxing.' (laughs) "'Summoning him is the easy part.' The angel groaned good-naturedly. It's getting him to share the covers or stop dog-earing his books that drives me spare. Aziraphale shook his head in amazement. You live with him, he breathed. I honestly can't imagine it. The other Aziraphale, Zira, he mentioned his Crowley called him Zira smiled warmly at him. I suppose that's only fair. After all, I can't imagine knowing that delicious creature for so long and not wanting him within reach whenever I wanted him. Good lords! Azira fell, blushed and did his best to school his features into an offended mood. Our Crowleys are clearly very different, that's all. They really aren't. Zira's eyes widened and his voice went flat. It's almost alarming how similar they are. I'm beginning to wonder if I'm as much of a stabilizing influence as I once thought. Aziraphale laughed until he realized the implied insult. Excuse me? He tried it. I have managed to keep Crowley in check quite well without... without... He struggled for an appropriate word, because what he had been precariously close to saying was the word sullying. Without sullying himself. And Aziraphale had only just yesterday been agonizing over Crowley's hypothetical fear of sullying him. "'I certainly didn't mean to offend you,' Zira replied lightly. "'I fear I phrased that rather poorly. "'Red is clearly very good. "'He likely was to begin with, as was mine, "'but to be able to shake off the lessons of hell, "'to join forces with an angel to thwart his old masters and save the world.' "'He smiled.' That wouldn't have happened without his relationship with you being as strong as it must be. However, I had put stock in it being of our love, our romance. We both had access to each other's strength. We depended on each other. There was a beat as Zira's words sank in and the angel shrugged. I'm impressed that you two managed it all without those privileges. Truly. We did count on each other, Aziraphale insisted. We may not have been intimate, but we are very good friends. Good, good, Zira nodded. And that's why you kissed him, is it? Now look, Aziraphale scolded. He started it. Zira gave him a surprised smile. Did he? He didn't tell us that. Sneaky demon. Well... Crowley had been asleep when he started it, so that might be why he remembered it differently. He told me he loved me. Zira gasped, delighted. (sighs) Crowley told me he was sure Red was going to make a mess of things, that he was pulling strange at your kiss because of his issues with his own demonic nature. I didn't realize he confessed his feelings to you. Well... Raphael could feel himself blushing, and across the table Zira's expression melted from glee to suspicion. What aren't you telling me? he demanded. He was asleep Aziraphale admitted. He said it in his sleep. Zira had the bad manners to snort. Then he chortled. Then he laughed as Aziraphale folded his arms and sucked. <laughs> All right, all right. Let's change the subject for a bit, shall we? He giggled finally. Azir Raphael gave a curt nod. Changing the subject was a very sound plan. Do you have any urgent business in your world in the next month? Azir Raphael frowned warily. I can't say as yes I do, per se. Excellent. Zira clasped his hands on the table and leaned forward a bit. Because we have a small problem. You do not have the ability to bring your demon to you. Fear bloomed bitterly on Aziraphale's tongue, and he stammered for a moment as a deep cold shivered up his spine. I should think I must be able to if I summoned yours, he snapped. And what is to keep you from summoning mine again by mistake? Or some other version? Zira reminded him. They had discussed the dangers the night before. Still, Aziraphale had to at least try. I'm proposing I bring you to us. Zira continued, glancing off to the side for a moment. I believe I may have found a way to summon you here. You'll be reunited with Red, and then Crowley and I can teach you both the technique to get you both back home. You'll likely need to combine your skills for this. Azira fell, pursed his lips, and considered the angel's proposal, while Zira seemed momentarily distracted by someone joining him in whatever room he was in. The angel looked up, smiling kindly, and wished the person a good morning. There was a heat in the angel's blue eyes, too. Attraction? Lust, perhaps? Your Crowley? He asked, curious about what Zira's demon was like. Yours, actually, Zira murmured. Mine is still asleep. How? Oh. All at once Azira felt a sense of homesickness, despite being safely seated in his flat above the shop. Is he well? I wish I could speak with him. And I wouldn't mind you explaining that look in your eyes while you gaze at my Crowley. Would you like me to relay a message? Zira asked, his lips twitching up in a cat-like smile. Tell him I shall be joining him presently, felt huffed. Zira's grin was so genuinely pleased that much of Fell's jealousy evaporated. Zira was happily married to his own Crowley and, from the sounds of it, had a very active and satisfying sex life. Aziraphale must have imagined the attraction in his look. Your Aziraphale wishes you to know he plans to join us soon, Zira relayed, looking off to his side. Aziraphale nearly leaned the opposite way in hopes that somehow he'd get a glimpse of Crowley, but of course it was no good. Zira's apparition was the only thing he could see of that universe at the moment. The angel smiled at whatever Crowley said. He looked amused. Aziraphale waited with bated breath. He's excited to see you again. Zira told Azirafel in a tone that suggested he was heavily paraphrasing. It made Azirafel very anxious. Does he not want to see me? Azirafel fretted. I have said some unforgivable things to him in the past, and while I thought perhaps we had moved beyond them, I didn't know how he felt at the time, and now he must be so confused and hurt, and I only wish... Easy, easy, Zira cooed, making a calming gesture with his hands. Of course he wants to see you. Zira added with emphasis, obviously trying to get a rise out of Crowley. It seemed to work, too, because the angel's attention was pulled away again to look off to the side. Whatever Crowley was saying made Zira's lips press together firmly in a look of determined authority. And that dark heat was back in his eyes. You will stop shouting at me immediately, Zira ordered the invisible Crowley. Or I will hogtie you and leave you gagged in the corner of the kitchen until my Crowley is ready to deal with you. Azira fell gaped at his soul twin. He had never spoken to Crowley like that before. He thought about it, fantasized even, but Goodness! What must Crowley have done? Zira was very calmly staring to the side, at Crowley, but was the demon yelling profanity at him again? Was he about to attack? Was he storming off? Was he obeying? Oh heaven, if only. Azira fell was fully hard again at just the thought. Make him obey you, he demanded, before he realized what he'd just said. Zira glanced over the table at him and arched a brow, but his eyes snapped back at Crowley again, and he snapped a firm, Stay put, in a voice that made Azira fell swallow hard. A beat passed, and the angel growled at Crowley. Don't... Move. Before turning his attention back to Aziraphale. What methods may I use? Zira asked, looking and sounding like he was about to negotiate a contract, which perhaps they were. Um... Aziraphale thought furiously. He hadn't intended to ask Zira to... to... I'm not sure, just I want him to <sighs> azira fell sighed and shrugged. I'm not sure I am going to send you a list of books you should read. Zira smiled, and azira fell gave a breathy laugh of gratitude that would be appreciated, however, um did did Crowley. Stay? Of course he did, Zira smiled, before looking over toward where Crowley must have been. He's being very good for me right now. Fell groaned, and his hand twitched around his teacup with the effort to keep from rubbing himself through his trousers. I want him to do that for me. Hmm. Azira Fell sighed. Please send that list as soon as possible. It's only part of the equation, I'm afraid, Zira mentioned. You'll need to gain confidence and this one That dark look was back. This one desperately needs discipline. What do you suggest? Azira Fell whispered. "'Cheeks hot.' "'He licked his dry lips "'and forced himself to breathe through his nose "'to keep from panting. "'This depends on your comfort level,' Zira continued, still eyeing Crowley. "'I don't want to overstep,' "'although, for the sake of honesty, I think I should inform you "'that my husband has been intimate with yours twice now "'and would rather not stop, at least until the agonising over self-pity stops.' "'Aziraphale was too shocked to have an opinion about this. "'He blinked a couple of times, then laughed, then scowled, then laughed again.' Crowley and Crowley! Emphatically. Zira nodded with an amused smile. I hope that doesn't upset you, he sighed, his expression serious again. I could see how it might be a bit awkward with you stuck where you are for now. It is one of the reasons I'd like to get you here as soon as it is safe to do so. I know if our positions were reversed, I'd be interested to know that the Crowleys were... <laughs> he tittered nervously, and felt chewed his lip, feeling simultaneously horrendously jealous of everyone over there, while also sympathetic to how difficult this conversation must be for his double. I admit, as much as it surprised me to hear it, I was relieved that you and Red hadn't become a couple yet. I do still believe you are both absolutely madly in love with each other, but the fact that you still refer to him as a dear friend and have said you couldn't possibly bet him because he's a demon, of all things, well... Crowley's done nothing wrong here with us, but it does make me feel better about everything all the same. Nothing wrong? Something inside Azira felt chafed at the assertion. However, then he remembered all the times he rejected Crowley. They weren't a couple. He had no right to be jealous. And. Well, it was another version of Crowley. And another version of himself. How could he be cross? It was understandably intimate. Even across the table and in another dimension, Azirafel could feel his deep connection to Zira. He trusted him. He was him. Not completely, of course, but oh, it made his brain hurt to think about it too much. I trust you, Aziraphale assured his double, rubbing his sore temples. And I trust Crowley. Both of them, I suppose. I'm glad, Zira smiled. I feel much the same. I'm so excited to have the chance to meet you in person. Me too. <laughs> Raphael chuckled, feeling happy butterflies in his stomach. Finally someone to talk to about all the things he's had to keep to himself for so long. Things he couldn't even tell Crowley. Oh, and Crowley had that now too although apparently he was able to do other things with his double aside from talking. felt bit his lip as his cock twitched at the thought of Crowley moaning against his double's shoulder while Did you still want me to work with your Crowley for you? Zira asked, breaking into Azirafeld's daydream. Yes fell. replied firmly, surprised by his own sudden confidence. Assuming Crowley is willing and his rights and feelings are respected, kindly give him any discipline he needs. It might take quite a bit, Zira smirked. I don't doubt it will, fell. smiled, feeling a different kind of butterflies now. You might have to gag him after all. And get me to your universe as soon as possible, dear, because I want to watch. Crowley crept down the steps more out of habit than any real concern. It was far from the first time he had woken up half-naked in a strange bed, but at least this time he remembered how he'd gotten there. However, it was his nature to sneak, and he could hear someone worth sneaking up on. Zira was seated at a small kitchen table with a cup of tea, having an extensive and serious conversation with the empty chair opposite him. Lost the last of your marbles, have you? Crowley teased as he entered the kitchen. Figured that would be an Azira felt right. Good morning to you, too. Zira smirked back with a smile and a smouldering look. Crowley felt himself flush slightly and quickly busied himself with snooping through their refrigerator. Yours, actually. Zira murmured, seemingly to no one. Crowley peeked over the refrigerator door at the angel and saw he was back to conversing with his invisible friend. That was when Crowley spied the gold ring fell wore on his pinky, sitting ominously in the centre of the table. The hairs on the back of his neck stood up on end. Was he... "'Was Zira speaking to Aziraphale right now?' "'Your Aziraphale wishes you to know he plans to join us soon,' "'Zira told him, looking over his shoulder and confirming Crowley's suspicion. "'What? How?' "'Crowley felt an intense mixture of excitement and dread. "'Is it safe? Does he know what he's doing?' Don't let him do something totally stupid. He's excited to see you again, Zira told Aziraphale, ignoring Crowley's perfectly reasonable concerns, exactly like a bloody Azirafel. Crowley glared at him, but Zira was more interested in comforting his counterpart. Aziraphale must have gone into a flap over something, because Zira started making a shushing motion and cooed at the chair opposite him. Easy, easy. Of course he wants to see you. Oi! Crowley shouted, finally getting the angel's sodding attention. You don't bloody bring him here if it isn't safe. If you get my angel discorporated because of your daft mucking about with universes, then it will be too dead Azirafels. Understood? Zira pressed his lips together, and his eyes were immediately cold as a Scottish winter, but Crowley held his ground. At least until Aziraphael opened his mouth. You will stop shouting at me immediately, Zera ordered him. Or I will hocktie you and leave you gagged in the corner of the kitchen until my Crowley is ready to deal with you. Crowley's face felt hot and his breathing abruptly became labored. He was once again walking that line between being furious and badly aroused. Damn this place! Zira held his gaze firmly for a moment, but then his blue eyes flicked to the side in surprise at something. Crowley took the opportunity to turn on his heel. Stay put, Zira commanded, and against his better judgment, Crowley found himself freezing in place. He slowly turned around, feeling abashed and angry about it. Zira's expression was intensely authoritative and made Crowley's heart jump. The angel narrowed his eyes and Crowley licked his lips at the growled, Don't move. Then Zira turned back to the invisible Aziraphale and asked something about methods and a list of books, and Crowley was instantly bored. Yep, if he had any lingering doubts about this being a version of Aziraphale, they were gone now. No one but the angel could have him go from feeling rampantly horny to bored out of his skull this quickly. He's being very good for me right now, Zira said, shooting Crowley a lusty smirk, and just like that Crowley was back to horny again. Oh, how the pendulum swings. He tried his best to scowl impatiently and crossed his arms, but Zira had gone back to ignoring him. Crowley was just working up the courage to make another attempt at storming off when Zira gave him a hungry look and said the words, "'This one desperately needs discipline.'" "'Fuck!' he groaned. "'How could he say that to Aziraphale? How humiliating!' With a furious snarl, he stomped into the sitting-room, wishing to someone that this world would just implode and take him out of his misery. Crowley sprawled across the sofa and started in on a good sulk. He desperately wished he could have seen his angel or at least spoken to him directly. He had no idea what he would say, but it was probably best he didn't have the opportunity to mess things up further than he already had, but he missed the fussy git. And Zira had threatened him. In that voice! Had fell heard that? If that didn't put his angel off coming here with these nutters, Crowley couldn't think of anything that would. We should discuss your little threat. Zira's wry voice floated from the kitchen. Crowley sank deeper into the sofa and into his sulk. I'm not sure you understand exactly how badly matched you'd be if you tried to harm me. And in the unlikely event that you managed it, You most certainly would have my Crowley to deal with, and I don't think you could do much against him either, if he was of a mind to harm you. Well, isn't that comforting? Crowley sneered over his shoulder. But you should understand that in this hypothetical situation where you kill my Aziraphale, I will make good on my threat. I won't have anything else to lose, so I will absolutely hurt you before you kill me. Fair enough, Zira shrugged. It certainly isn't my intention to kill your angel, and we won't proceed until we are both confident of the summoning's efficacy. Then you've got nothing to worry about, Crowley drawled with a tight smirk. Nothing to lose, Zira quoted back to him in a sugary voice, making Crowley wince. You really are so very sweet, aren't you, my dear? Crowley hissed at him and made a rude gesture as Zira came into the room and crouched down to look Crowley in the eye. Your Azira fell has asked me to discipline you for him, he said seriously. Crowley snorted, but Zira continued. How do you feel about that? I feel like if you wanted to fuck me, you could have just said instead of making up ridiculous stories, Crowley snapped. Zira's eyes narrowed. He looked Deeply offended. Do you honestly believe I would deceive you in order to trick you into sex? Crowley rolled his eyes and sulked again. He didn't. No, Aziraphale would exhort someone for sex. No, he admitted, finally. But Aziraphale... Obviously doesn't know what he's asking for. Oh, I assure you he does. Zira patted his shoulder lightly. We discussed it in detail, so I understand his boundaries. Now I need to learn yours. Mm-hmm. Crowley drew his knees up quickly to hide his stiffening effort. Now just wait. Wait. I'm completely open to some sexy fun, but I am not going to be anyone's bloody slave. Not even Aziraphale's. Zira looked offended for a moment, then stood up. Come with me, please, he requested, heading for the stairs. I'd like to show you something. Crowley chewed the inside of his cheek for a moment and considered his options before following the angel up the stairs. Damn his curiosity! Zira stopped at the open doorway to the master bedroom. Anthony was sprawled out on the bed with one bare leg dangling out of the fluffy blanket. Aziraphale smiled fondly at the sleeping demon. I assume you know how much he likes to sleep, Zira whispered to Crowley, brow-raised in amusement. But if I ask him to get up to keep me company, do you think he will? Crowley shrugged. He honestly had no idea. Let's find out, Zira winked before climbing onto the bed and gently nudging Anthony in the shoulder. Crowley, get up, dearest. Mush. Anthony groaned in sleepy annoyance. What you want? I'm lonely, Zira smiled. Come downstairs and keep me company. Anthony barely cracked an eye before gently placing his palm directly over Zira's face, and forcefully shoving the angel off the bed. Crowley brought his knuckles to his lips to muffle his snort of laughter and turned away, back into the hallway. Zira joined him a moment later, straightening his sweater. Did that look like a Crowley who lacked agency? Zira demanded. It didn't, no, Crowley grinned. He felt much better having seen that. Excellent, Zira sighed. Then let's head into the guest room and talk. Talk, right. Crowley smirked, following the angel. Talk about how you're going to discipline me. Zira stood in the doorway to the guest room with a fond warm smile on his face and a long length of black rope in his soft hands. Crowley's smirk slipped a little. That's right, he said. Please, do come in.